Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year And to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey, listeners, I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Foe, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. Hey everybody, this is a Helping Friendly Podcast, it's episode 95, and uh, I want to welcome you guys to our holiday special for 2016. I'm here with, this is Jonathan, I'm here with Brad and RJ, and we are going to uh, kind of round out 
HF Pods 2016. Um, how are you guys doing? Awesome. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, RJ. It's good to see you guys. Hey, guys. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have everybody here. It's a good so, day. It's a good day. Everybody's got to get together. Exactly. Get together on the holidays. It's good. It's a good day. Absolutely. And so uh, for anybody who doesn't know, missed it on Twitter somehow, uh, RJ and his lovely wife have just welcomed some twins. And so we're all very excited for them. And we're really glad that RJ is awake to be here. I'm definitely awake. And one of these babies <laughs> is about to be awake in a second. So hopefully you guys hear it. But, you know, in the beginning, it's it's great. And they're really cute. And they don't, you know, they don't do much. They just kind of cry and sleep and eat but like once they wake up in a couple of weeks and start raging raging on our lives it's going to be much more complicated i think exciting is RJ. the word i'd use i think um, yes obviously congrats man we're all happy for you but um can you tell helping apart from friendly the twins yep yep they are <laughs> okay okay <laughs> they're tweezer and reprise now they're they're um they're much different looking because one is small and one is big. Because I think one of them robbed the other one of all the nutrients in the womb. Because he's a cause he's a little bastard. So strong one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exciting though. Thanks, guys. Got a bunch of kids now, so we'll see what happens. Welcome to the club. Exactly. So there, there's some other far less important news, right? So Fish is going to play New Year's, and they're going to webcast it for us suckers who are at home. Um, RJ, I, I'm pretty sure you're going to be home. I know I'm going to be home. Brad, are you you going to go see the fish, or are you going to be home? No, man. <clears throat> I um I chickened out. My, my parents are in town and just going to hang out, family things. But I had an awesome ticket in an awesome spot, and our great friend Dave, who lives in New York, secured them and i hope he can find someone else because um they're gonna be a great time but um i'm sad i'm missing out anyway so it's 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 soon though just a week away or so yeah well we're sad for you but um we'll run the twitter during the uh the shows and um see what happens you're gonna make your dad watch the new year's show with you i mean if you know if you put my dad on the couch it's basically like sleep time so it doesn't matter what i watch so kind of (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome tell bob i said hi yeah of course of course and so we also have what a bunch of tray tour dates for next year already including festivals stretching into the summer so does that mean no summer fish for sure as the rumors are going i mean it seems like is there even going to be a spring right probably no spring probably no summer yeah it's all fall so. all fall at msu <laughs> yeah, all fall, the whole fall. They'll yeah. be at MSG. Yeah, they're going to the basketball games and the whatever. No, there, no, no. There's going to be no more basketball there. Fucking Knicks no. suck. Oh, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> yeah, they're just I done. I don't know, man. There's got to be some. There's got to be some tours happening somewhere, like later, later like on. Europe, summer, like Europe, right? we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be no Europe summer. God damn it. I mean, maybe, maybe just you know, maybe like early, early to late august or something maybe there will be some uh crossover and sit-ins at high sierra trey and his band and mike and his band will both be there maybe Paige will be bored and uh come out and hang out or will he stay home and yeah ride his bike around on fourth of july play tennis fishman will play drums by the yes. skype for sure because <laughs> he can't leave his like his compound in lewiston or wherever he is so what's what's really going to happen though guys is fish going to play any shows next year or no Fall, hey, but that's for I'm real, gonna, I'm really excited about the High Sierra Fest, where both Trey and Mike are going to be there. I think that's great. You should um, go. And I think we should all go, all the West Coasties at least. 
the West Custies, more like it. I've heard about High Sierra, and I've heard it as being a very low-key, chill festival at times over the years. And it's been around a long time. Um, I have a good friend here in Phoenix who takes his family, and um, he says it's a great time. Family-friendly. I wonder if uh, throwing Trey and Mike onto the bill will have much of an impact on that. So much meth. So much meth. Uh, Brad. Welcome back. God damn. Yeah, so no summer fish, but uh, fall tour, right? Fall tour? Tons of fall shows. Like all fall, all of November, all of December. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Straight through. Hopefully something to add to our um, December lower next year. Yeah. A long time away, though. It's like 12 months and stuff. Well, uh, we don't have to get into that part. Yeah. (laughs) We've been spoiled, right? I mean, they've been really consistent um, since 12. I don't know. Right? 11, maybe? I don't know. 13 was like the first, like, I feel like they were fully back in 3.0. You agree with that? 13 is when I, when I came back, I was like, Oh, fish is good. Let's go see fish. (laughs) Were they not good? I don't know. I was just not into it. So, but, uh, but yeah, they were on a good run. That's, I think that's your point, right? They're on a pretty, pretty good run past several years. And, uh, if they need some time off, uh, then that's going to happen. And, uh, as long as they come back, then I'm, I'm cool with it. Yep. I'm with you, man. So, um, should we get on with this, uh, talking about this, it's this end of the year nonsense. Let's do it, man. This, uh, okay, cool. So we, um, we, we talked a little bit about what to do with this podcast and we decided we'd just kind of, um, talk a little bit about the year that this has been for fish for 2016. And, um, I think we should just start with the big, the big hit which is your favorite show right well i want to first say i want to talk about first that i think you had a good idea this is our holiday party and it's really great yeah well we'd ask we'd ask our listeners to bring their like partner right and listen to this episode with us oh absolutely Um, yeah maybe double our plus ones ones (laughs) plus ones all around um, and if, if you're inclined to drink a beer, have a beer with us. Um, yeah. if you're, if you're not, then, you know, you can have your chamomile, um, <laughs> or whatever else you <laughs> suits you. And, um, he's got twins. I mean, you can't, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. No right. Comment. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so let's, let's talk about a few things across the whole year. And I think, um, our little wrap up. And hopefully we can maybe start a Twitter discussion and Jonathan, you can create the hashtag because you're good at those things. Uh, the only, only hashtag worth covering other than hashtag microjams um, <laughs> is uh, HF pot and chill, which is, you know, what you do. Yeah, dude, I saw that. That was good work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we didn't fun. have like a board meeting about that one. That was a good one. I just, you know, popped in, shot it out there. Got to do it. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll bring that back. Uh, so yeah let's talk about favorite shows hmm. anybody else want to go first because I, I had a hard no, time you have to go first you came up with these things you have to go yeah. first <laughs> well I had a hard time with this because I really only saw um, Lock In and Vegas and it, it biased the hell out of me but um, uh, yeah. Vegas was pretty good Lock In was okay Vegas was pretty good Yeah, and um, Dix was really good and then there are, you know, a couple worthy shows sprinkled here and there. I almost went with Nashville because I love the Bobby sitting. I love that version of playing. And the twist is also good, you know, and the Miss You. And, 
but I I I, I landed on ten twenty nine, which nice. is uh, front to back. Good. Yeah, it's a solid show. But just about any of those, really any of those shows, I could have picked any of those sure. four. Um, but yeah, ten twenty nine. The um, tweezer. I always wanted it this way. Segment is just jammy and groovy and it's got a you reviewed that one right for dot uh did i do that one 29 i think you did i guess i did i completely forgotten actually (laughs) (laughs) good show indeed But anyways, it's a great show. I really like it. I'm glad that's the one I, I, I got picked to review because I, I nice. felt really good about what I was talking about. Um, it's a fun show. I had a great time. And uh, the music is intense and entertaining. And they ended set one with more. And I uh, had a blast. So, Brad, what, what, Wait, did, what do you got on tap? Best shows of 16, um, the first one I thought about and went to was the first night of Dick's. Nine, was it September 2nd? Um, Ghost, No Man's to Open, Breath and Burning, and Undermine. I mean, the first set, first of all, is just out of this world for me. All of it was really great. I love Alaska, actually, which is, you know, some people punch me, but I think it's great. Um, 
I'm good with it. And set, yeah, set two is a great opener, which would usually be a closer. So I think they kind of flipped it there. Um, and just the rest of the set, all those songs are really good for me. I thought the tweezer was good. I love to hear seven below. So, and I feel like I think I've talked about it before, but that first set ghost opener was like you could hear that they were really it was going to be a good weekend and the first like two minutes of ghost i was like man it just sounded great and the whole rest of the show kind of set off for me um so that was a long answer by your nope well Um, if you didn't mention ghost i was going to mention ghost The other one was the first night of um, Vegas and uh, the Golden Age, obviously, and all the things that had Limba Lim first set, a really good first set for me. And again, I thought, so glad I'm here and having a great time. So, and it's funny that both of those shows are openers of a, of a run, three or four days. And we always talk about that maybe they're nervous or the first shows. Mm, I guess I guess we say the first show is usually good, right? They get it off their chest, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Or we say the other way around. See, it's all the of the above. Yeah. Is that they change a lot, so it's really they're really always right. You know? <laughs> well, I think the in this case, both of those shows were like they set the tone for, for the run. You know, we after Texas, people didn't know what was going to happen in Vegas, and uh, they came out, and that, that show was a great pick. It's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm glad we were there. And that's the first time we ever saw each other eye to eye, face to face. That was also cool. Another highlight of the night. Smell each other. That was really good. (laughs) Good golden (laughs) age also. (laughs) Yeah. We were together during that second set um, in Jonathan's behind the, oh, dude, there's a little baby right there. 
RJ just brought his baby on. Which one is that, RJ? This is the girl. She's she's not oh. that happy right now. Oh, dude. She just wants to eat your face right now. She does. Don't eat my face. Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry about that interruption. No, it's good, dude. That's all right. Are you uh, able to talk to, to us about your favorite yeah. show of the year? I th- I mean, my favorite show was the second night of Atlanta just because I had an awesome time and I was with great people and we had a great spot and it was just like everything was just good and they were just great. Um, I thought really good, really good flow and like Antelope second set opener really set it up well. <laughs> and that's simple. No, that's and that's simple raged. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's a good show that opened with the Mike, Mike's ass-handed groove and had, um, there was no quarter in there, uh, 46 days, sneak at Sally, 46 days, actually. I think that was, that was a high highlight, wasn't it? Yeah, that no quarter turned that set, uh, pretty dark, right? Yeah, in and a good way. In. And they yeah. did oh, the yeah, sneaking, yeah. the Sally 46 days was like with, you know, tricky kind of fishery like they do sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun. Oh, spectacular. That was a, a great show. It was, it was really, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. I haven't heard it in a little while.
Um, also, I'll, I'll mention that they played uh, in Noblesville at Deer Creek uh, just one night this summer. And I thought, honorable mention, they opened the second set with Punch You in the Eye, which is like, you know, Boogie On in there as well. So I, I kind of forgot um, about Summer Tour. I, I didn't really go back yeah. and listen to Summer Tour at all. Did you guys? Is it Was it just not a great tour, or did I just totally miss out? No, it's not there, there are the highlights, no, but yeah. The No Men's are all good, I think, because it's a great song. Breaths and Burning is fun. His Trey's excited about it. But yeah, they're kind of catching up on the other stuff, or catching their stride or whatever. Somebody somebody ought to go back and like make a mix of like good parts from that tour. True. I mean, it sounds like something. It sounds like something I you'd be that. really good at. Um, I was yeah. at the man show. I mean, the man shows <laughs> were really fun. Um, I guess the second. Yeah, they were just. Yeah, I mean, they were fine. I had a good time. Anyway, yeah, there was good stuff in 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 pretty much all the shows. Yeah, good yeah. stuff in all the shows, and uh, there's no reason why you wouldn't have fun. There the are, very best. Yeah. There were a couple of good slaves. That's all. That's all I know. I saw two great slaves this this year. So let's just, I'll just leave it at that. Oh uh, well, you know that does lead to our next topic is uh, favorite jams of 2016. Coils. <laughs> favorite <laughs> favorite coil outros of 2016. <laughs> um, Brad, did you uh, do you want to start that one for us? Uh yeah, for sure. I thought, as RJ was mentioning, to kind of get into the segment not every show was good or great but there there was little parts of each and maybe that's part of like them on the uptake or whatever they're up and down anyway um my two favorite jams i thought of was the golden age that we already talked about um and then i was at um chula vista for the tube that was like nine nine and a half minutes and uh, went back and listened to it, and it kind of stood up. So I thought the seven thirty or seven twenty three cube was really good.
Yeah. Yeah. Says that, right? What about you, Jonathan? <laughs> um, I actually think the Vegas Golden Age is what I ca- what I've gone back to too many times to really count. So I'm sticking with that. Um, and that's the uh, that was the 1028 show, and you know RJ uh, Brad already talked about it a little bit, and uh, it, it well well reasoned because it's it's pretty pretty hot version. So. Can't cannot I cannot argue with that. That that's like the I mean that's the gem of the year, right? It's pretty. It seems to it, be fairly unanimous at this point. It's it's certainly one of the biggest. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it might not be your taste, but. Um, and I don't think you gotta mention but... um, James Kaminsky, that whole thing, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. some dude from the sports show caught him on tape or on his phone. Um, oh, right. And he, so he called in and he was like, in case anybody's listening, who, who cares? Like, I was listening to the uh, the Golden Age from Vegas nice. and the 46 Days, right? From yep. Alpharetta. <laughs> I was like, yes, thanks for letting me know. Awesome. Dude. That's amazing. <laughs> now good, it all makes sense. He's a great dude, and that was a good fish fan, fish fan moment. Um, yeah, totally. so good. Jim is I, I couldn't imagine not loving it um, I think this, the Alpharetta Simple is like 
I'd, I'd put it up there as my second like most um, revisited. And then there's, I think that I've always wanted you. That uh, always wanted you. I, you know that song. I've always wanted you. I've always. Um, <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Um, sorry, we're all we're all really in the holiday spirit tonight. Um, <laughs> the I've always wanted this way from Dallas is. Um, really fun and i always go i keep going back to different versions of that song just because it's um it's really interesting and i think it's going to be a much bigger um that that's my i've always wanted this way from dallas too <laughs> yeah they're all they're all that they're all really yeah. good um so do you guys think that's going to be the gag this year shouldn't that be like maybe that should be the new year's gag no maybe. i think what's that It'd be a little polarizing, perhaps, because I don't think everybody loves I Always Wanted It This Way. Oh, you mean like, coming out it. of All Leg Sign? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's got to come. It's got to be it. Or, I mean, Petrichor would be more a little more controversial, but I could you could see that happening. Yes. <laughs> I think it's got to be. It's got to be I've Always Wanted It This Way. It seems to be most representative of, like, the new sound. You know what I mean? Either that or they do meat stick The Blue Sound? The Vita Blue Vita Blue's exactly. been around since like 2003. I mean, yeah, that's old hat. Yeah, yeah. So good though, man. Oh, I like Paige. Yeah, Jonathan. Yes, sir. What is your? What else do you want to know from us? Because you're good at asking questions. I'm, I'm liking oh. this flow. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, um, you mentioned that we're in the holiday spirit, so let's talk about the holidays. Um, uh, just a little bit. Like, do you guys? You guys. You guys like Christmas songs, like at least in December, like not too early, but at some point, yeah, around like three days like, starting tomorrow. That's my, the that's songs my deal. or your or your Hanukkah songs or your Kwanzaa ballads. Um, People get angry about like how early the Christmas songs come on, but I get angry about them just generally. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> yeah. RJ was saying, there's like three days maybe that you're like, all right, this is cool. We haven't even you started know, yet. You know, I I don't like early <laughs> Christmas awesome. music, but really once it's December, I start occasionally dipping into my Christmas records, and you know, I, deeper as the month goes on, and you know, for the rest until Christmas is over, I'm going to be playing almost exclusively that stuff. At home. I feel like Christmas records are a whole different deal than like Christmas on Spotify or Apple Music because they just kind of push like the popular stuff to the front, and popular stuff, I mean, like. The most recent version of every song you've ever heard. Yeah. So. Jonathan, is there like a subculture of record collectors that are Christmas record collectors? Because I feel like that's like a pretty specific niche. If anybody has ever listened to Sound Opinions, they do a Christmas episode every year. And they, they have this yeah. guy, Andy <laughs> Surzan, on there. And he plays like demented Christmas music. And he's played some pretty wild ass records um but nice. christmas records are a weird thing in the record store business because you know you have all this stock and you put it away until thanksgiving and then suddenly you put your christmas records out and people really only buy christmas records during that time of year um but a lot of artists find it's a good way to make a record that sells so all right well christmas christmas music is permitted for at least one month one month yes three days to one so, month so on that topic, do you guys have a favorite Christmas song? Um, RJ, let's let's, yeah. let's hear yours. Easily, I mean, easily. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer by The Temptations, which is on Motown Ooh. Christmas. Nice. Yeah. The the chorus, if people Ooh. haven't heard it, is just it's awesome. It's a yeah. great. That's yeah. actually the Motown Christmas album is phenomenal. It's um, outstanding. That's my go to. That and the Beach Boys Christmas are my two go tos. 
Have you guys heard the Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings Christmas record? Came out last year, I think. No, uh, I haven't heard the whole thing, no. Uh, it's outstanding. So if you like the Motown record, you need the Sharon Jones record. Nice. Awesome. My favorite is Blue Christmas, the Elvis version. None of that Porky Pig shit. Ooh, ooh. That's it's like a two. It's like two and a half minute, just like, I, I don't know. It, it, it's a serious song, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. That's great. It's a good pick. Nice. I, I, um, I listen to a lot of Christmas music. My wife loves it um, and everything. So RJ already mentioned the Beach Boys. I like Little St. Nick, which opens up that record. <laughs> it's just Sorry, uh, one of those. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. It's a great, it's a great album. And then you were talking about uh, Motown too. Joy to the World by Aretha. Aretha's like, I like to listen to Aretha and Etta James and, you know what I mean? Just like that old, those old voices, man. They're so wonderful. She is, Aretha's wonderful. She was on Atlantic though, not Motown. Just, just, just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm not even, talking, I'm talking about that era. <laughs> I think he I was agree. saying Motown colloquially and not like, you know, he's not trying to get into record label Dude. history, Jonathan. Oh, oh yeah. you didn't want to talk about like record labels? More about records. <laughs> oh, shit. Who knew this was a record, <laughs> this is a record snob podcast. Well, it is no, now. no, it's not <laughs> for, for here. Just that moment. Sorry. Don't apologize, Jonathan. You do you, man. That's what, that's what we say. That's our motto. Aretha's Aretha's awesome. Yeah, Aretha's people awesome. who are listening should tell us what their their favorite their go to is because I wouldn't mind discovering some new Christmas music that's not lame. You know. Yeah, I'm always interested in expanding. Um, I can recommend some to you as well. But do you have any favorite albums of 2016 though? Have you listened to an album? That, yeah, I think you should. Um, you are, as we were just discussing, an album guy way more than me and RJ. So, why don't you tell us uh, your top, and then maybe your top five? How's that sound? I, I, I don't think I don't. I can't give you a top five. I can't rank any. I'm. I can't rank albums anymore. There's one though that <laughs> is definitely the the top of the pile for me, and has remained there all year long. Uh, despite a number of other really great albums, um, and it's it's the Bowie record, Black Star. It's just immense, and it was good the day it came out, and it was you know it was it's just it's still good now. It's Bowie passing, of course, opened up a whole door on the record. You realize what he was doing when he put it out widens the meaning of all the lyrics and the lyrics are amazing and the music is amazing just it's a terrific listen and if for any reason you haven't heard it yet you really need to get back to it check it out nice that's my so favorite. um bowie you know could have been in content or maybe it's you know, people would be in contention for the best christmas song right the bowie and bing crosby what is it little drummer boy yeah, um, it's a that's right, a like peace on earth. Little, yeah, so uh, that's a that's a pretty fam- famous Christmas song, and here he is again. <laughs> and at Halloween, he was around at Halloween too. So showing up everywhere. He will always be with us. <laughs> so um, I'm not a huge album guy either. I, since you're asking, well, I, it's hard to keep up. I mean, I I, I, list, I try to listen to as much new stuff as I can, but. I also get stuck listening to Fish a lot. 
Um, Carl Bromel, the, the, the guitarist from My Morning Jacket, put out an album called Fourth of July. And I thought that was amazing. Um, and I didn't see it on too many like top album lists. I, I, I Googled it and um, didn't see it around too much. So, and, um, you Googled it? So, yeah, I put it in the thing. Wow. In it, like, yeah. Put it in the little box? No, I just like put it in the Google. I just like, put it in there. It's, it's oh, okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't heard That's this me. album. I'll have to check it out. You haven't? No. Yeah. He's, it's, there's got some depth in it, man. And the, and the back end of it is really like light and just kind of nice. Uh, some horns. It's, it's really nice. Ooh. And he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Nice. I haven't, I haven't heard that either, Brad. So I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out right after this. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> I hope people Better don't shit. leave. I hope people don't delete this podcast and start going and start listening to it right now because you said horns and that's that's about all we need to know. That that's uh, a trigger word. I think, RJ. Uh, so this was a really hard question for me because I realized, like Brad said, I don't listen to a ton of albums, but I listen to a lot of dead shows and a lot of fish shows. Um, so I could we could talk about that, but that's for another time. Ne- that's um, next category. Exactly. Um, the the string dusters um who you guys know are you know we're huge fans um they released an album i think in february ladies and gentlemen with um i think it's 12 10 or 12 tracks with like a different um female vocalist on each track and um joan osborne um nikki bloom who they've toured with jen hartswick's on one it's uh it's a really cool. amazing it's a really cool album and a, i think an ambitious effort by them so I really like that. I really like the new Drive by Truckers album, or new as in most recent. I really like uh, yeah, those guys. I haven't gotten very deep into that record, but I've liked it's really it. Really good. I mean, you know, I've I've like loved them, and then they kind of just like not stopped making good albums. And this is really good. I yeah, thought. they're just kind of always around, right? Seems I mean, like it. You can't complain about it. Yeah, it's good stuff. And I just want to mention Lake Street Dive because you guys like you guys are making fun of me and if people haven't heard lake street dive you should you should listen to them because they're cool and they have a really awesome dynamic female vocalist and they play cool you know they just play cool music so you guys should check them out dive or drive Dive. we weren't making fun of them though we were just no, making no, no, fun. you're making fun of me just you. yeah no not making fun of them obviously i would I, I i would like to throw out a couple records that you should listen to that are very different from my other recommendations. So Daniel Bachman is a guitar player who everybody should be listening to. Um, and he has a self-titled record out on Three Lobed that came out in September, I think. Out, out, outstanding. It's got drone. It's a acoustic guitar work. Um, it's it's a really great listen. And then, I'm looking um, it up right now. Oh, very good. I'll also tell you that I saw Jim James uh, just last weekend. And I think he's fucking amazing. Like it was so good and so relaxing. There were probably 800 people at this little place. He's got a really nice new record out too. So I don't. I don't is um, it okay if I don't like that album, Brad? You don't have to like it. Yeah, it's fine. I just don't like it yet. I don't know. I agree. I, I think you have to listen to the whole thing. You have to the whole thing by yourself, loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just haven't. Maybe I haven't given it enough time. I just. I love my morning jacket, and I'm just kind of over his like front man rock star diva thing but maybe i shouldn't be maybe i need to rethink that i liked his last solo album a lot yeah look you, you chased brad away yeah you just had to leave <laughs> um uh, i did too i like that album too. <laughs> <laughs> brad actually just got up and walked away so um he's out 
He's just disgusted by this place. Um, well, I'll blame him. You're picking on his favorite show. Yeah, so. I know. Shit. Oh, that's all. <laughs> well, RJ, while we while we see if he comes back, um, you, you've listened to a lot of Grateful Dead and a lot of Fish shows this year. Is there any Grateful Dead shows you want to, ref- you know, single out? Anything that you, uh, I- any of your favorite things? You just listen to a lot of 74 or what? Yeah, I was, I've was. i always been like a 72, 73 person, and this year I spent a lot of time listening to 78, like basically all of 78. And um, it's interesting. It's kind of a different... It's a different sound. It's a little bit less. Oh yeah. It's a little bit less like ambitious, I guess, than the early seventies. It's a little more like, but it, there's much more space there, I guess. Space, not like alien space, but like there's some really you know, really good stuff. Yeah. I like the April shows. Yeah. The whole run they did a bunch of run a run of like colleges in the south, yeah, Midwest, east and mid Atlantic. Um, four fifteen, four sixteen. They're outstanding in my book. Uh, Duke, there's a good video of Duke you can see from 41278. Oh, nice. I don't know if I've seen that. Yeah, this. Oh, it's it's a black and white. It's pretty cool. Nice. It's on it's on the YouTube's, I think. Sweet. Brad has decided to come back. He's he's oh. no longer sad about our uh, comments about Jim James, and uh, he's. I mean, some people are right. Some people are wrong. That's okay. <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, Brad, um, we were waiting for you to go into the next topic, so I'm going to let you kick this off. We uh, we want to talk about 2017. So we've, 2016 has been a year. It's almost done. Yeah. We're, right. we're racing for the finish line. We're going to have four fish shows to listen to real soon, and then uh, we have a whole new year. I wanted to know if you have any hopes, dreams, or predictions for 2017 on any, any topic that seems within bounds and uh, – Share share what you got. Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I don't know. We got to hope that next year is better than this one. And I think I felt the same for 2015, even though there weren't so many events right in 2015 as there were in 2016. But hope for the next one to be the the best one or the better one. I think and, that's um, always a good hope. Yeah, health health for those little twins. B RJ, those little twins are amazing. And you know, I hope that just can continue and that we can see like it's just a, a great fall run because <laughs> I'm selfish. I like that. I, I think that's, I think that's good. And I think you're allowed to be selfish in that way. Those were, there were a lot of very unselfish things in that list too. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Good man, Brad. RJ, do you, um, do you have any, anything to submit? I mean, I just hope I, I would like to see some fish shows. That's it. I mean, on the fish front, I have other hopes, dreams, and predictions or ambitions and predictions, but on the fish front, I just want them to play some shows and I want to go. That's all. Um, I do, I do think that I would say my prediction is that the helping friendly podcast will continue to be awesome because we have like, I don't know, three or four episodes lined up in the beginning part of the year that are pretty sweet. And so I'm just, I think, I'm hoping that we can keep it rolling because I think we've had a, a great a great year. So here's to getting at least five episodes in next year. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, that They're going to be, be really uh, good. That would yeah. equal 100. Yeah, exactly. We're going to get not to 100 the and then we're going to retire. Not, not yeah. got in the quickets, though, for Master for Garden. Well, we're going yeah. to we're gonna, we're gonna have... Um, special guests of alien invaders on episode 100 
They're going to uh, talk about how they've been trying to book fish on their home planet. And um, <laughs> we'll see how that goes for them. We do have good interviews coming up. We have... we have. But, uh, don't, don't spoil it for oh, them, RJ. Shucks. You never know. Just kidding. We don't have anyone. Yeah. You can check our Twitter. Next, next week, we're going to be talking to Brad. And then... <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> no, we do have we have we have four or five guests lined up already in the early part of the year. They're going to be awesome. Okay. Jonathan, what's your prediction for 2017? I, I'd actually uh, my my hope and dream for 2017 is a like a HF Pod meetup featuring all three of us and people we know um, at Hampton on the fall tour. Nice. Hopefully, a fish show will be there. I'm in with us. I'm in. Otherwise, we'd just be standing around a parking lot in Hampton. But, um, <laughs> which I've done. Yeah, that was RJ, where we where we watch cool. the Ohio State Michigan game in Hampton at the, um, at the Hooters, right? Hooters, yep. Yeah, 1998. Yep. Let's just meet up at the Hooters. So weird. I, you know, as many times as I've been to Hampton, I've never gone to that Hooters. I don't. I'm not sure I'm ready to start. Yeah, I don't know why. We, I guess just we to watch Ohio State. That's why we did. I think. It, yeah, I mean, it started at noon. We just get a suite, and then we can stuff, watch TV, awesome. and then you know it's fine. Yes, <laughs> yes, it'll be fine. It'll be great. My daughter goes to school down there. We'll just crash her dorm. Sweet, and, uh, yeah. College, college keg parties. Let's do it. Yes, I'm excited. Um, so let's um, we should play some fish music, right? Yeah. I mean, so we, we, we teased that we were going to record a podcast this week, and some people were like, oh, you should do a show about all the holiday runs. And yeah, we we weren't really going to do that um, this time, maybe sometime. Nope. But uh, but uh, we are going to play something from one of the holiday runs. We were all talking about different holiday runs and years. We were talking about some early stuff and some... I mean, we've been listening to a lot of holiday. I've been listening to a lot of December stuff, as have you guys. So, Jonathan, you landed on this show, which I think is a, an interesting um, show that I haven't revisited in a while until today. So, um, pretty cool, cool show. Tell us your take on it. I was there. I think I should start with that because it colors everything else, doesn't yeah. it? Um, it's uh, it was my second show, and it was a twelve twenty eight ninety four. So, Philadelphia, the Civic Center in Philly. Uh, which is a little room. I'm not sure I've been in many smaller rooms for fish. It was cold as shit outside, only to get colder when we went north after the show. And we're gonna just play. We're gonna play the second set, and the second set is just it's, it's jammy. It's got um, Mike's mango song uh, groove that has old Lang Syne, little drummer boy stuff in the groove. Um, there's contact, which just felt good for driving. Uh, great coil, love the bold as love encore. Good version. Great version. It's, pretty, it's nice to see. Um, it's nice to see rift and some hoist stuff on. You know, this is ninety four, late ninety four, right before you know all of it started for them. I think right. You know, ninety five was start of the peak. So it's nice to see these these um, older songs that are now like you know look back back upon nostalgia. Well, they were warming up to their first MSG show here, and uh, and they started strong. And of course, which wasn't New Year's though. Don't forget, it wasn't right. It was twelve thirty. And of course, we've talked about the next night uh, enough times uh, that if you don't know what the next night was, 
Well, you, you should go problems. find out. You got serious you should problems. Go find out. Just work on that. Is all I'm saying. Um, I'm not even gonna say it. No, but yeah. It, Where was it? Where was what, that show the next night? It was it north. Was, it was a good, really good guy, Udi. Was it like a? <laughs> is it like a big state, or do you think it's a little state? Depends how There's you look lot, at it. Plantations. Small area, a lot of heart. You know, so depend. It depends how you look at it, really. Um, yeah, man, that next night. Wow, so good. It's okay. Got, all right, we we don't have to go there. Yeah, well, everybody's going to be sad we played this night. Well, they aren't once they hear it, but they'll be thinking right now as I'm talking. They're like, why aren't they just going ahead and play the... <laughs> Besides the fact that we've already played it on we this have, show. We have. Yep. But you can never so play it. I'm going to go play it right now yeah. after this. Actually, I'm going to just drop off. I'm going to drop off the call to go listen right. to it. Bye, RJ. Bye. Um, so, yeah, well, RJ's going to go and uh, play with his kids and listen to uh, a different show. We're going to leave you guys with uh, 12 set two. I don't think I need to tell you everything they play because you're going to hear it. It was my yeah. second show. It was it was a solid show, Good and time. I hope you guys really enjoy it. I hope everybody has a great time attending or listening to or doing whatever they really enjoy doing uh, at over the New Year's holiday time as well as the rest of the winter holidays. And I think we'll be back to recap the MSG run uh, after it happens. Logically, good stuff after yeah. January first. I think on the HF pod, you can RJ, congrats, uh, find us. Man. Oh yeah, congrats to RJ. Thanks, uh, yeah. Send him send him friendly tweets, and uh, you can find us on the Twitters at HF Pod. We are on the internet web thing at hfpod.com. There's a uh, an email thing that help is helping friendly podcast isn't that what it is at Gmail helping friendly podcast at Gmail. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. That's I think there's one thing left for, for us to say, but RJ's got to do it. Happy holidays. No, no, no. No. All right. Anyways, nice. Keep on rocking, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> hey, we're Jen and Jess, hosts of the beauty podcast Fat Mascara, and we're excited to tell you about Strivectin's new multi-action clear collection, which starts clearing acne blemishes in just one week. It's a three-step acne control system, cleanser, toner, and treatment lotion that's clinically shown to improve the look of acne and post-blemish marks without disrupting the skin's barrier. Visit Strivectin.com to learn more about the new Strivectin multi-action clear collection. Subscribe to emails and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's Strivectin.com. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. So, so, so,
jump on the turnstile and watch me go round. Swim with the cactus and soak with the stone. I try to convey what you strive to condone. Would you please make clear to me?
decision. Mr. Michael Gordon on the bass.
Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talk to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. Bowie, Dylan, Marley. You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. 